Hey, what's up all of you who are tuning in to check out our latest message right here online. Listen, it's going to be a great message and we hope that you enjoy, but even more than that, we would love to see you in person at one of our live weekend worship experiences. If you're not in our area, we want to encourage you to find a local church where you live because we just believe that we're no good alone. We're better together and you need family. So if you're not in our area, make sure you find a place where you live where you can attend a physical church and become family. In the meantime, we hope you enjoy the message and have a good day. One thing I've learned because I had family members that were in the military, the natural military, that when their attention was called for, everyone got in line. I believe that God is calling this nation to attention, the body of Christ. We, his people, at large, the body of Christ. And he's calling us to get in line and to walk under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. But I don't want to say anything that would offend anybody. Are you kidding me? You're more concerned about that than speaking the truth? That man was in Williston. It could very easily be a way to take out a host of students at a middle high school. People who are evil are thinking outside the box. And you need the wisdom of God to know how they think. And God's people said, that's an absolute truth. I was listening to John Hagee this past week, and how many know that at the high school level and the university level, and they are so good at what they do, isn't he? (laughs) The enemy is very good at what he does. But they are being taught that there are no absolutes. I have good news for you. The one who put the book together is the sovereign, absolute, faithful father, and he will not be removed. Hallelujah. Because I want to tie this right into Operation Rescue. I remember saying last Sunday somewhere right in this area that that was the last message on Operation Rescue. I love how the Lord tweaks things and brings back to my attention. It's over when I say it's over. Hello? (laughs) We love to show others that we're in charge. I promise you, you're only a steward. You're an owner of nothing. He owns the earth. He owns the heavens. His, the earth is his footstool, the Bible says. He's the owner. We are stewards. Come on, church. Come on, church. And as a steward, I am now responsible not to continue to deliver the word of God until he says deliver no more, but I'm also responsible to guard and to protect and to learn all that I can about all 11 schools, how we can improve safety and security. I was leaving a school on Thursday or Friday because there were so many that were done, and in my mind was this thought. We all want it on our calendar, don't we? Whatever it is, don't we? We want it on our calendar. Come on, church. We want to know what's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, no one knows the hour in which Jesus Christ is coming, but he's coming again. Are you ready for the coming of the Lord? (laughs) He's not going to put it on your calendar. He's going to put in your heart the importance of Operation Rescue. 
I pray in Jesus' name that you will listen and give your heart and attention to the word of the Lord this morning. Operation Rescue, and many of you may be moved next week when you hear the story of Miss Rainey. But the truth is, the only way you're going to make a difference in this region and the Tri-County area is if you understand that the hallmark of Operation Rescue is the faithfulness of the faithful father. Let me say that again. The hallmark of Operation Rescue is the faithfulness of the faithful father. I said to Robin not too long ago, I said, you're going to probably think this is really weird, but I would like for you to listen to this. I said, if God would have shown me on the shores of Lake Erie, there at Beulah Beach on that conference ground, all the things that I've seen and gone through in these 40 years of ministry, I probably would have said no. I'm an honest person, ladies and gentlemen. But see, God's not going to tell you everything on the road map. The Bible says that he sent out one not knowing. He just obeyed God. So if you get all excited and fired up next Sunday, you're going to make a difference in the lives of others, and you don't have as the background and the foundation of your life that God will be faithful even if you're way out beyond where others want you to be or where they're willing to go if you know that God is faithful you can absolutely rescue the perishing and care for the dying you must know that God is faithful Hudson Taylor who was Hudson Taylor ask our teenagers today ask most adults who was Hudson Taylor they have no clue because the enemy has undermined education. And he is even working diligently so that our generations that are coming up have no knowledge of the United States of America. So we let anything and everything in. Preach on, brother. Listen to Hudson Taylor. All God's giants have been weak men and women who have gotten hold of God's faithfulness. Listen, I want to make sure you get this as we build this morning. We're going to build a foundation. We as human beings are prone not to be faithful. If you are around individuals who are faithful, it is because of the faithfulness of God. I am talking about Operation Rescue. I'm not talking about buying tickets and going and watching a concert or going to a ball game and watching other people perform. I'm talking about Operation Rescue. And the only way that you will stay out on the front line is to know that God is more faithful than you've ever thought about being faithful. Hmm. I want to give to you at least seven principles this morning. And I'm going to switch this, Gigi. I was going to actually have you because of the hour. I want to make sure I get these to the people. So I'm going to change from a classroom atmosphere to preaching this morning. Numbers 23, 19. Listen closely. So we understand there is a God. He is sovereign. He'll be here after you and I leave planet Earth. He'll be here throughout eternity. He is God and he is faithful. Listen to Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Let's pause for a moment. In our nature, we are built to lie. 
But God is not a man. Do you notice I raised my hand? God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. And I got to tell you something. Most people try to be like God and go, I'll never repent. Then you're never going to be saved. Because the only way into the Father's house is not through a song. It's through repentance. You ought to hear the preaching of the Word of God this morning. You can sing all day and all night, but if you will not repent and change and let the Holy Spirit of God change you from the inside out, you're not in Father's house. I said to Robin the other day before she left for the weekend, I said to her, listen, if he doesn't enter your heart, you will not see his house. And that's biblically true. Come on, church. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? Listen closely. This is for someone in the house. And specifically, Robin, this is for you. God has given you a promise. And when he promises something, he is good for his word. It will come forth in Jesus' name. Will you give the Lord praise in the house? Now, Pastor, why did you pause to do that? So that we will understand many will promise you much and deliver little. But when God gives you a promise, it's done. Stay the course and watch God. He will perform his word. The glory of God's faithfulness is that no sin of ours has ever made him unfaithful. That's powerful. Whatever you have done will never change the faithfulness of God. In fact, if you will allow him, he will bring you right into the draft of forgiveness and he will bring you to a place called the cross where you will repent of the way you live and the way you think. And then the house is yours. I'd rather warn you on the front end than to hear you screaming on the back end. (laughs) Hallelujah. Let's talk about that for just a moment. I was shocked the other night as I was watching the evening news, and many of you may already know about the situation in another state where an officer went into a place she should not have been and shot a man that was not prepared for that type of activity. She has been found guilty as an officer of the law. But in the courtroom, the brother of the man who was shot and killed came to her after the final sentencing and put his arms around her and issued forgiveness to her. And they asked him, why did you do that? And he said, it's exactly what my brother would want me to do. Many of you are brothers and sisters of the family of God. And what we must always be willing to do is show God's faithfulness and his fruitfulness and forgive those regardless and let it go. Some of us may need to go back to Niagara Falls this morning, at least in your mind, and see that awesome amount of water going over and just take all of the burdens and throw it overboard and know that it will never come back over the falls. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love walking in freedom. Biblical freedom. All right, here we go. Principle number one. Are you ready? We're talking about Operation Rescue. So many of you who have not yet met Miss Rainey and you're going to meet her next Sunday and you have not yet met the speaker on Wednesday night who's going to present to us. By the way, the business world is about making money. They do not care how many lives are destroyed. 
Remember, as you prepare to begin Operation Rescue, it's based on God's faithfulness. Not your energy, not your talents, not your gifts, none of those things. It is all based on the faithfulness of God. The reason why Jesus, as a man, could stay on the cross because he could have called 10,000 angels. He stayed on the cross even when he felt the great pang of total desertion and father wasn't even around. He knew that his father's nature was faithful. God will be faithful to you. Get to the front line. Principle number one, God's greatness reveals faithfulness. These are all scriptures. By the way, God's word is faithful. God's word is absolute. It has never been changed, nor will it ever change. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never ceases, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Listen, great is your faithfulness. Pastor, I don't know how to pray Pastor, I don't know how to start my day. Start it with Lamentation, chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. And say to the Lord every morning, great is your faithfulness. You are so faithful and you're so great and I honor your faithfulness. Others may not understand it. Others may not want it. But I've recognized through the years you are faithful. Dave Wilkerson, who I honor, admire, and love deeply. He is home. He's in Father's house. He said, our faith is meant to reveal God's faithfulness to us in the midst of dire situations. God is wanting to take many of us out into dire situations where you go, God, there's no way. God, there's not a possibility for this individual. There's no way. There's no hope. There's no light. And God says, yes, bank on my faithfulness. Hmm. If you look to man, if you look to pastors or pastors that have been around a long time, you're in trouble. You need to look to the faithfulness of God. Get your eyes off of people and get your eyes on the Father. <laughs> Number two, God's covenant reveals his faithfulness. Deuteronomy 7, 9. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with, listen, with those who love him. Clarification, clarification, big announcement. With those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. See, what we want to do is we just want to spread the table and say, whatever, whoever, however, that is not biblically correct. Let me read it again. Now, therefore, the Lord your God is God. He's the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. He'll keep his end. What are you doing on yours? Next principle, we're talking about Operation Rescue. I'm more fired up at my age right now than I've ever been in my life because I know that I'm going to be able to be a part of Operation Rescue. Am I going to get a lot of dirty looks? Absolutely. Am I going to have comments? Absolutely. Does that concern me? Absolutely not. There's a few. 
As I walked out of that meeting on that particular day, after all of that information about planes over that particular school, and do you, do you remember, have you forgotten who was here just at the other end of this town before 9-11, and he was the lead pilot in that situation? Have you forgotten? Are you awake? And the response was not good, but as I walked out, I heard the Holy Spirit gently say to me, get your head up, kick your shoulders back. And walk with me. And I will walk with him. I do want to remind not only those who are here, but those that may listen on podcast. It was said about our nation that we are weak in the underbelly. May God strengthen our underbelly to stand against the rival of his faithfulness. Next. Amen. I love his faithfulness and I love this nation and those that have sacrificed so that we could be where we are today. May we not forget our rich heritage, not only at the cross, but also for our country. Listen, I believe that people who forget about the cross will also forget about their country. I connect those dots. God's character reveals his faithfulness. Let's go back so far so those that are taking notes. God's greatness reveals faithfulness. God's covenant reveals faithfulness. Robin asked me not too long ago, she said, I noticed that you're making a distinction between someone who's married and someone who's covenant. I said, absolutely. So does the word. God is a covenant-making father, and it's always in alignment with his word. He does not break his word so that you will be pleased in your heart and settled in your mind. God keeps his word. I'm banking on that. Come on, church. God's character reveals his faithfulness. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13 says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. So what does that mean when I break that down so I can understand that? When I see areas of my own life where it needs to be amped up and ramped up and picked up, there's a tendency to go, you know what? Uh, mm -mm." That's exactly what that verse is saying. We end up denying ourselves. Let me just take a pause right here. I was also in another meeting this past week. This week was jammed tight. But listen closely, parents. This is for you. If we don't even want to hear about 9-11 and we don't even want to hear about who was in our county, I want to tell you this is connecting the dots. Many parents aren't even aware what their children are watching and what they're listening to and the video games that they're playing. And then they wonder why they have all these youth mental health issues and they're hearing voices. Those voices are demon spirits. (laughs) Well, you sound, no, 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 no. I am on the front line. I recognize that there's an operation rescue that needs to go on. And what we're trying to do is, oh, it's okay. At least they're not bugging me. And they're not asking to go anywhere. And you don't even know what they're doing in their rooms. (laughs) The enemy is attacking the spirit, the soul, and the mind of our children and teenagers. And who's willing to fight? 
And I'm not talking about your mouth, and I'm not talking about your keypads, and I'm not talking about social media. I'm talking about are you willing to set things aside? Are you willing to pray? Are you willing to fast? Are you willing to go quietly? Are you willing to be still and know that he is God? And the battle doesn't belong to you. The battle belongs to the Lord. Turn it over to David. One up to the one seated on the throne. His name? Jesus. Well, why did you say David? Well, because, listen closely, if you will, please. It was Saul who said, ah, you don't look right. You don't seem to be the, ah, can, can I dress you up like I want you to be? And David said, you must be nuts. I'm going out there with exactly what God wants me to have. <laughs> don't dress me up. I'm talking to the unseen realm right there. The enemy wants you to be compatible. So he can continue destroying young people and those that are on the sideline of life. Fight the good fight. Corey Ten Boone said, in God's faithfulness lies eternal security. Amen. So what do you mean by that, Pastor? If you have come to the foot of the cross and you didn't just have a tearful moment, but you have repented of your sins, you belong in the house. But as I put out the other day on the scriptures that I do for those that require and ask, in it was this. Jesus said, can you believe this? Jesus, God in the flesh. No man who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. That's powerful. And I simply put on behind that, if you see a person looking back, they're the ones that are going to go back. Where's your eyes? Are you looking forward? Are you looking out onto the harvest field? Do you recognize the danger that people are facing? Do you recognize the history that we've been through and what has happened in this nation? Do you recognize? And are you willing to step up as a soldier of the cross? I just want to go to heaven. I just want to make sure I go to heaven. I don't know about anybody else. Please don't get dressed. You're going to affect the green beret. God's work reveals his faithfulness. God's work reveals his faithfulness. Psalm 33, verse 4. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. I'll close the message this morning talking about my earthly father. In just a moment. Let me read it again. For the word of the Lord is upright. Well, I want to sit down. Let's talk, let's talk about this passage of Scripture. It, it, I, I don't really see it that way. That's because your eyes are blind and your ears are deaf and your heart is made of stone. For the word of the Lord is upright and all his work is done in faithfulness. Powerful quote. Your usefulness to God is based on his consistency, not yours. Oh, Spirit of the Lord. So then, here's a switch in my prayer life. Father, forgive me for asking to be more consistent. May I start banking on kingdom bank account. I'm banking on your consistency being revealed through me. See how it takes pride right where it needs to be? Your call is sustained by God's faithfulness, not yours. 
Thank you, my man of God, for writing this quote. Let me give you the whole piece again. Your usefulness to God is based on his consistency, not yours. And your call is sustained by God's faithfulness, not yours. God's work is always revealing his faithfulness because his word is upright. United States of America, you need to know, you need to understand that the pillar of this nation was the word of God. Men like George Washington, men like Abraham Lincoln, men like Ronald Reagan, they believed the word of the Lord, God's word, and we stand true to God's word. Let the people of the Lord rejoice with an ovation to God. I will be faithful to your word. I will be faithful to your word. What do we have? We got three to go. Let's pick up the pace a little bit. God's protection reveals his faithfulness. If you're really going to go out there and you're not trying to make a name for yourself and you could care less if anybody even knows what you've done, I give you this confidence today from his word. God will protect you with his faithfulness. Listen, don't, don't buy that because I said it. Let's see if it's in the word. Hmm. Psalm 91 verse 4 says, He will cover you with his penance, and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. Whew. And then 2 Thessalonians 3, 3, The Lord is faithful who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. Time out. I always keep saying I'm going to pick up the pace. Who's here this morning that would like to stand and simply say, as I pray for you, Father, establish me and guard me from the evil one. Not evil people, from the evil one. Get your mind and ideas off of people and put your mind on the word. He will guard you from the evil one. It's not people. There is a satanic attack from the one who is on his way to hell. He would just like to take others with him. Who would like to be established this morning and who needs guarding by the Lord? Stand quickly so I can keep moving. Shall we pray? Father, in Jesus' name, we're your people. We're your children. You purchased us. You bought us. There are times when we are so well established and then along comes a few shots and along comes a, mm, and oh, we begin to buckle at our knees and we begin to kind of sway back and forth. Oh, we're not quite sure. Father, many are standing right now, right here in this message, asking that you will establish them and I want that for them, Father God, that they will be established. Is there anyone that needs to stand? I'm not opening my eyes up, but you want God to guard you from the evil one. If you'll stand, I want to pray. If I end up praying in the Spirit, do not be offended, nor do you think for one moment that I'm trying to put something on display. May God forbid that. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray this morning that you will now become their guard from the evil one. You're establishing them. No wonder David could walk away from King Saul. No wonder he could walk right out to the giant and say exactly what he said in the face of the enemy. No wonder, no wonder, because he knew that you were his guard. Now guard your people. Oh, Father, come on, church. Oh, Father, guard your people. Guard your people, not just here, your people in this nation. Guard us, oh, God. We are in trouble in this nation. Oh, God, guard us. I pray in Jesus' name. Guard your people in Jesus' name. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. God, 
people said amen and give him praise in the house. Second uh, Thess- Thessalonians 3, 3, man, the anointing of the Lord. The Lord is faithful who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. Here's the quote. I gave that back to you one more time just so you will know. When others are unfaithful, when situations and people look at you like, why did you say that? And why did you bring that up? Whatever, you just continue to stand on the faithfulness of God. He will establish you and guard you. Listen closely. The same everlasting Father who cares for you today will take care of your tomorrows and every day. Either he will shield you from suffering or he will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Father, I pray this, this is real quick, church. I pray that you will give every person in this house unfailing strength. Unfailing strength. I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what their week looks like. But provide for your people under the anointing of your word. Provide unfailing strength. In Jesus' name, God's people said. Thank you. Two to go. Oh, we're in good shape. God's calling reveals his faithfulness. 1 Corinthians 1.9, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. God wants not only to show you his fellowship, God wants you to, br- to bring you and I into fellowship, not just faithfulness. God wants us to experience fellowship with him. Listen, this is going to probably rock a few boats. God is more concerned about your fellowship with him than your fellowship with others. Get it right. God wants your fellowship before you face Goliath. Doesn't matter what the king says. Doesn't matter that all of Israel is standing on the banks doing all that they're doing, but nobody will run to the battlefield. All that God wants is for your fellowship because he paid for that fellowship at the cross. So have fellowship with him. Pastor, pastor, (laughs) have fellowship with him. Man had no fellowship in the old covenant. It was through the priests. (laughs) But he's made a way where there was no way. He made a new covenant and he put his son on the altar called the cross so that we would not only have eternal life, but that you would have fellowship. I wish I could have told the individual the other day who's struggling with voices, all you need to do is get in fellowship with Jesus and he'll wipe those voices out. And that'll... <laughs> fellowship. <laughs> Let me clarify so your boat will settle down. Sounds like pastor says everyone should just kind of be out all by themselves. Never said that. But we will seek fellowship with others before we will seek fellowship with the one who purchased us. Get it right. I still stand amazed that Jesus Christ died for such a wicked person as I. Paul called himself the chief of sinners. Our calling into fellowship is the result of a faithful father. So let me say this to you. Do what you want because you have the power of choice. I would only hang out with faithful people. Now you, hold on, you serve and you work with those who may not be, but when you want to open up your heart and you want to share, you better hang out with those who are faithful. Or you're not going to be able to face Goliath. 
because you're going to have too many wounds. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord. Last one, God's promise reveals his faithfulness. God's promise reveals his faithfulness. Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast. Coach, what are you doing? Pastor, what are you doing? I'm holding on, baby. What you doing? Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. You may join if you'd like, and you can listen in, or you can just have a sabbatical. Brittany Nicole Weber, this is your verse. I have no clue if she'll ever listen to this, but the angels of the Lord are here to pick up his word. The angels will never carry your word. They'll only carry the word of the Lord. If you think one moment that you begin talking in that supernatural realm and it's not filled with the word of God and it's not filled with hope and you think the angels are going to carry that, you are sadly mistaken. So the angels of the Lord are here right now. They encamp round about me. They're on my left. They're on my right. They're in front of me. They're behind me. And now I want to give them a message to send to Gainesville to give to Brittany Nicole Weber. Hebrews 10.23. Send this to her, if you will, please. By the way, what I'm doing right now is what you should be doing in your own families. My God, I sure hope he's about done because this is so boring and you're so dead. Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast. Brittany Nicole, angels of the Lord, take this if you will, please. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope. Brittany, be filled with hope this moment without wavering. Brittany, do not waver for he who promised is faithful. Brittany, don't bank on your mom. Brittany, do not bank on your dad. Brittany, you bank on the faithfulness of God Almighty. Now take that if you will in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm just trying to encourage parents to do the very same thing. I did it here, but this is only where you get to see it. Robin and I do it in our home all the time. Put the word out there. Not your word, his word, because it's upright and it's eternal and it's faithful because that's his nature. Last quote. Oh, Spirit of God. I thank you for your presence today. Pastor, what have you been doing this morning? I am trying to prepare Christian soldiers to get ready not to come in with napkins and, and tissue and wipe your eyes as you hear stories and all of that over the next few services, but rather you will go, this is the reason why I'm going to the front line. This is the reason why I'm going to be engaged with rescuing. This is the reason why there's an operation going on. Because the doctor sealed the deal at the cross. By the way, at the cross, the great physician could have healed himself, but he stayed broken that you and I might be healed. Oh, Spirit of the Lord. He is the great physician. <laughs> I'm going to pray for the sick in just a moment. Why are you going to do that, Pastor? Because you sang about it. Let's not be like Israel of old who sang it but never did it. That's the old covenant, ladies and gentlemen. Believers are inclined to attribute their spiritual success to their godliness when it would be more accurate to connect them with God's faithfulness. All I'm trying to do is connect you to God's faithfulness this morning. C.C. Winans. And you can play that very softly, please. How am I doing? Well, I hope you've received the word of the Lord. Someone came to me over the weekend and they said, what's been one of the keys in your life? I said, thank you for asking. I said, models. They said, models? 
said, yeah, models. Like, what do you mean by models? Remember how we kind of were talking in prayer time this morning? Explain what he meant by models. I said, well, those who've gone before me. <laughs> gone before you? My father was a pastor for over 60 years. He had a program called the Alliance Hour. Every time it came on, C.C. Winans was not singing it, but he played Great is Thy Faithfulness. I used to ask him, Daddy? I'd still call him Daddy if he was here. Boy, do we live in a disrespectful society. That's my old woman. That's my old man. Oh, that's... And all kind of things that they call their parents, children, model. I'd still call him daddy. I said, Daddy, what has kept you gone through all these years? He'd say, Dennis Wayne, God's faithfulness to me. And your mother, Marjorie. God's faithfulness. Oh, this is... Uh, Okay, go hang out with unfaithful people. I'll tell you what they're going to do to the teenagers. As you're listening, God's compassion hasn't changed. You've heard from a soldier this morning that's very compassionate. Let me explain, because I know the devil's a liar. You're not the devil. The evil one is the liar. Because sometimes when I'm a soldier, it's like, man, there's no heart there. Oh, yeah, there is. Are you listening? So we did an unannounced threat drill the other day in the school, elementary. Oh, we want to know ahead of time. <laughs> you think a shooter's going to do that? You think the enemy's going to call you on your cell phone and go, I'm coming after your children? No, he sold seeds. As I said to the young people from the left, but you got to discard those. And we had to go to a room at this particular school and give a little heart-to-heart because the kids didn't take it serious. Like the church. I'm not like the church. Many don't take these kind of messages serious. This whole place should be filled if we all go out and operate in rescue missions. And because some of you may be thinking, man, he's mm, he's mean. No, not at all. Well, we found out that one of the little boys that had kind of caused the whole ruckus has lost his parents. And he broke down and was crying in the hallway. And I had all these officers, officers, standing, watching. Stand up, please. You're going to be a little boy. Maybe I should be the little boy. And he starts crying, and I just walked over to him. And that's what he did, too. And I just held him for probably over a minute as he wept. But if you don't know who you are, you can't go serve like you should. The Spirit of the Lord is here to tell you He will keep you. He will give you His faithfulness and He will help you to go rescue people who may not be ready to meet the Lord or who may need to be taken out of human trafficking. Miss Rainey will be here next Sunday. 
or maybe it's someone who's been caught in the addictions and I'm going to just leave the addictions right there because there's so many but what I want you to hear is God's faithfulness God's faithfulness God is faithful watch this who's here this morning that needs a touch in your body not just for physical healing but maybe you've really been going through some storms and you need Jesus Christ the great physician who stayed on the cross. He could have healed himself right then. He could have put his whole body right back into church. You know some of the videos that are out there and those weird, like, then all of a sudden they come back into form. Jesus could have straightened up his whole body. He's the doctor. But he stayed broken so that we could be healed. Keep playing. Great is thy faithfulness. Who's here this morning that needs a touch from the Lord? I just want to anoint you and then I'm going to have Paul come and close the service in prayer. This message has been Operation Rescue and only go out if you know God's faithfulness. Don't, don't dare go out without his faithfulness. Who needs healing this morning and would like to come and stand? It could be emotional healing. It could be physical. It could be mental. It, whatever it is, I just want to anoint you this morning. That's what I want. I want to anoint you. And you can turn the music up a little bit because I'm done. Anybody else? Man, I am so overwhelmed with God's faithfulness. Can I just have your hands this morning? Is that okay? That way I don't get it all over. Morning by morning. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.